0: The Around the NFL podcast is really weird.
2: Welcome back to another edition of the Around the NFL podcast. My name is Dan Hansis, and I am joined by a room filled with heroes. Mark Sessler. If it's Tuesday, it's Colleen Wolf and Greg Rosenthal. What's up, people?
1: Hey, gang. What's up? What's up? You're all here. Good. Good to have you here. I didn't feel like doing the hey, 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 you hey, hey. You made it. Hey. I like that. Branching Annoying. into
3: new territories. Yeah. Um, yeah. You're an innovator.
1: Real Yes. Hey, gang. It's it's really something <laughs> new. Trailblazer.
2: <laughs> uh, this is the Tuesday edition of the Around the NFL podcast. Yes. Presented, of course, by Head & Shoulders. a uh, boys. If you want to combine shampoo and conditioner, Mark, Head & Shoulders, I believe, is the only
3: product that does that. So Used it two days ago inside of my house.
1: Really? Yeah. <laughs> your hair looks great. I was wondering. I noticed it. It's shiny. all because of that
3: product. You've been yeah. known to use it outside your house, too, just on the front lawn. Just <laughs> give it I, w- I will bring... Smaller bottles yeah. of it on the road to work trip. I've seen Mark Ooh. drinking it at, on occasion. Drink it if I need to. Strange move, but... Well, I
4: think
2: you might have a problem, Mark. Stay Maybe dehydrated. I should try that. Stay dehydrated. <laughs> um, big show today. Our Tuesday show. So much to get to. In fact, I want to tell you what's coming up today. Uh, Monday night football recap. Um, tough times to the throne of ease uh, in Miami. Uh, so the uh, that game we will... Uh, Get into what happened to the Patriots on Monday Night Football. Also, going to get into the latest news and, of course, the Carson Wentz situation. Uh, ooh, Connie. Hey, I, oh,
1: give me, I'll give you
2: credit. Your spirits are pretty high considering – uh, all well, this happened.
1: i uh, and we'll get into we'll it. We'll get into it. But I've been waiting for something like this terrible to happen. Yes, so yeah, I was on prepared. record on
2: that, and it's been a while. Uh, so let's bring back uh, one of our favorite games on the Around the NFL podcast. What's more likely, uh.
4: regular season yeah,
2: yeah. home stretch edition? Are you? Is everyone within the the guidelines of the game, Mark? Especially you, Mark. The guidelines. Is it connected to the end of the regular season? You're what's more likely? Not like the postseason.
3: I mean, not. Not you know, about apocalypse. It includes scenarios. the Wait. home stretch of the season.
1: What? what why are the why?
3: parameters again? By the way, yeah, you're looking at me for the parameters <laughs> of the game we play. Colleen infamously has no idea what the rules are ever with. Well, these that's games. a different problem.
1: Okay. <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> I don't know. It's fine.
3: That's fine. We'll we'll make it we'll make it
2: work. <laughs> so, the yeah, action-packed show coming up. Uh, very excited uh to talk about football with you guys and again good to see you oh, S- yeah. yeah yeah yeah, good to see you uh tonight Sounds by the like way was a
1: party going on in oh, here yeah, what yeah. Was yeah. That? did Ooh. you get
2: that cleared by the way Greg, <laughs> that was greg shadowy league figures playing uncleared music on the podcast <laughs> get him out of the company i you hope that wasn't cardi b sweep him right out just to be safe i think
4: that was an ad on nfl.com so
2: we're clear oh we're good be completist and sweep greg out too <laughs> um Uh. by the way the um uh, NFL Network holiday party is tonight.
1: Uh-oh. Beautiful. Yeah, get ready. Watch out for my Instagram. Well. Mark.
3: <laughs> I will be. I will be. Thank you for the alert.
2: Colleen also did like a 75-second Cardi B freestyle right before the show. Yeah. And we're one of these years recently, we ended up in a West Westside uh, famous karaoke establishment. The Gaslight. The Gaslight. Um, if we end up there again, Maybe a little Cardi B comes out.
1: 100%. I'll do it. That's You know, Jewel goes there. I was,
3: I've watched some I'd like Jewel. to see Jewel, Jewel has do a there. little
2: boat. Uh-huh. A Cuba
1: Go- yeah. Gooding Jr. was there last week, apparently. Cuba? Our, my, yeah, you got, Kristen, my friend Kristen, who Love I used Chris. to live with. Yeah, she was there, and she said uh, she ran into Cuba. Cuba, not I Cuba. I think you're right. Cuba Gooding Jr.? I don't know.
2: All right. Whatever. Anyway, yeah, so much to get to, so let's dig in. Starting, yes, with Monday Night Football.
1: He has plenty of time and throws a deep bomb.
0: Cooks trying to run over wow. it, and it's intercepted. Second of the night by Xavier Howard, his fourth in the last two games. Looking for blockers and runs out of bounds as he crossed midfield.
2: Tom Brady intercepted two times by Xavier Howard. Ooh, nice little two-week stretch for the Baylor product. And um, the Patriots never converted a third down as the Miami Dolphins uh, Snapped the Patriots' eight-game winning streak, a 27 to 20 victory uh, at Miami Gardens at Hard Rock Stadium. Um, so yes, Greg, mm-hmm. um, the Patriots <laughs> fall to ten and three. They've lost their first game on the road, and I believe it was what 18 games. They had won that? 14 straight. 14 straight. Uh, not the most crushing loss for the Patriots because if they beat the Steelers next week, everything seems A-OK for getting that first seed. But uh, there's some troubling signs here. Yes, no, maybe so.
4: Absolutely, because it was a thorough beatdown. The final score was very misleading. The Dolphins were significantly better. Now, you could say strange things happen. Sometimes you play a team twice in three weeks. I think Adam Gase and his defensive coordinator, Matt Burke, deserve a lot of credit for coaching circles around the Patriots. They had a really good game plan, especially on offense. But the problems that you saw with New England, I think, have been bubbling up for a few weeks. Number one, they don't have great protection at Tom Brady. He's taken a ton of hits. He's also Six
1: times he was sacked last he's, night.
4: He's missing practice. You know, I think that's pretty significant, an entire practice for an Achilles injury. And then number two, uh, someone named... You know, in this room, who is the best player in the Patriots front seven that played last night?
3: Uff. Eric Lee. Who's that can guy? you, can you the name undrafted free agent? Can you name a agent? player in the front seven?
2: I can, I can seven name
1: the time. players that they were missing. They were <laughs> without
3: a bunch of players on
1: both Ray sides. Ray Flowers, of the Alan Branch. Flowers
3: was out. They, Eric they, Lee's been great for the past month. I mean, he
4: played two games. He was an undrafted guy that joined the team two weeks ago. To and, your point, though, they're lacking star power in right. the front seven. They I mean, not just star Power, but guys that were even in the role like a month ago uh, or or have ever been in a situation like this like I think at some point that catches up, and they were missing their two key players, Kyle Van Noy and Trey flowers
3: and i at some point, I think that's going to catch up when you play you look at the box score, and if you didn't watch the game, you would have thought that they flipped the teams because New England, who has been the one thing they have. Been week to week, you able to use their running backs in so many diverse ways, and it, it's team, it's guy, it's one guy this week, it's Rex Burkhead the next, it's Dion Lewis, twenty five yards on the ground. I feel like Miami just came out with a much more physical game plan. I mean, Miami just all, ran through them all night.
1: They were all over uh, Tom Brady. That the defense was, but. I mean, look at Xavier Howard. What a great game he had. He completely shut down Brandon Cooks. He had the two interceptions. And look at his last two games. He has four interceptions. Yeah, he,
2: he really looked good. He was tight in coverage. And let's go to Jay Cutler now. I mean, Jay Ooh. Cutler, a guy that's career is supposed to be over, and we've all had a lot of fun at Jay's expense. He outplayed Tom Brady and it wasn't even close. And he really, let's be honest, should have had four touchdowns if not for a drop by uh, Jakeem Grant that would have put the game away. Right. Um, He played extremely well, was careful with the football. um, With the except, there was only one Jay Cutler moment where he opted not to run for a first down (laughs) and instead threw an incomplete pass that. kept the Patriots in business a little bit longer. But in general, this was a really, really vintage, when I say vintage, vintage good, because there was good Jay Cutler once upon a time. Like this how vintage? Old Jay. Where, do you,
1: where do you go back to?
2: 2013. Okay. That realm, early 2013- that zone like college maybe or even twenty oh
4: seven. I mean, he, his second year for the Broncos. I don't know if that was oh six or 07 He was he was awesome, fun to watch. it was a weird feeling watching this because I was obviously disappointed as a Patriots fan, but there was a part of me that has loved the Jay Cutler experience throughout his career, and this is almost certainly his last primetime game. And it just felt like a very Jay Cutler thing to randomly go out on filleting yes. the Patriots <laughs> up and down. You're just like, what? What just happened? And and as, as As much as they outplayed the Patriots, they deserve a lot of the credit. Sometimes it takes great performances to win these games, and you just assume the Patriots were bad. And they were bad. But Xavier Howard, those interceptions were incredible. Jakeem Grant's touchdown uh, was incredible. Kenyon Drake has been far and away better than Jay Ajayi ever was in Miami this year. And so those guys deserve credit, too, for for beating them. That
2: spin move that set up the third Dolphins' touchdown they said it on the telecast. It was Barry Sanders-esque. It was, so Jay Ajay, who hasn't had a huge impact in Philly either, that trade is looking really good for Miami, who got a younger player involved with better knees and all that.
3: There's no facts behind this, but I feel like had this game like uh, happened at 1 p.m. Eastern anonymously on a Sunday, New England wins the game. I, I, I And then you somehow put the Dolphins in these incredible uniforms from years of old. Oh, my years God, they're
1: beautiful. <laughs>
3: it's just something about the whole energy of the game felt but pro Miami from we, the very beginning. We talked about this last week that it's a real thing. The
2: Patriots historically in the Brady era have struggled yeah. in Miami. I mean, it, it, it's something that the what numbers the back up, that? and we saw it again. It's Just a, a weird thing, and it's not Don't just tell the Bill Belichick about it. Yeah, in fact, let's 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 hear from Bill got Belichick. It. By the way, who the game ended? Miami actually got a first and goal from the one foot line with about a minute to play. They had a timeout in their pocket and they were unable to punch it in, settled for a field goal. So they're down seven points. Onside Patriots, kick comes up, failed uh, to get it. My bad. Yeah. And Steven Gaskowski then attempts a really bizarre onside kick where he just kind of squibs it, um, like kind of almost lackadaisically. I think it was on purpose. It was trying to, a sneak attack. I don't know what was going You've on. He's done it two or three times. It never works. It's always as embarrassing as this over the last, like, three or four years. And speaking of Belichick... Um, not in the best mood. Bill is not usually in a great mood in the pre- post-game presser, but especially after is a loss. Is he ever in a good mood? Not typically, but after a loss this like this, next as, level. Uh, one reporter was brave enough to ask if perhaps the Patriots are kind of looking past the Dolphins with a huge matchup against the Steelers <laughs> on deck. Let's hear what happened. I think any of the guys might have been looking ahead the next
0: week, looking past Miami.
2: Was give me a break for The hearing. <laughs> Any appeared. questions about the game or not? <laughs> <laughs> oh wow. my
1: god!
3: I kind of love
2: it. The give me a break under his breath is definitely a home run. He's
1: so condescending to reporters. Though I, I, I would hate to cover the Patriots. I
4: I really think it's it's un, it's almost uncomfortable. To watch it is condescending, but to me it's more that he's hollowed out. Dan, you you said detached uh, at some point that. Football is everything to him and when they lose it's like he's an empty vessel. He has he like he there's like he's not even there. And I've seen it after like the Super Bowl. Yeah,
1: but he's but also some, throwing shade at right, everybody too. Big
4: losses and he's just like that's like the the only thing he can muster up is that. I agree with you, Greg, but I It's I mean, a
3: weird thing to look at. I I agree with you, but that also dismisses the idea that 31 other head coaches sure. that football is maybe just 50% of their life. They don't care as much as Bill Belichick. No, you have media responsibilities. Yeah.
1: I mean, I'm it, over it. it. I'm over it, Belichick. I don't like how everybody laughs and they're like, oh, ha, 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 look at the way that he treats everybody like crap.
4: He also, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm
1: just right? saying, I don't like that th- I don't like that relationship. I don't like that dynamic.
4: And I, I think he knows in his heart that that's the worst December performance they've had in a long, long time. And it, I don't think it was totally random. I know we've been saying on this podcast, like, clear the road. They're just going to do it. And there's part of me that, as a Patriots fan, is hoping for that. But if you look back, they played terribly against Miami two weeks ago. There were certainly issues. Uh, buff- I know they ended up winning that game, but if you watch, it was a lot of crazy. They've we- had bad we- halves they, here they, and there. There's things that have been happening. Happening on that team that tough. I don't think it means they're they're a bad team, but I just think it means they're one of the many teams that has a chance to win the Super Bowl. And they're just but if you're of the Steelers, do you
3: could you pick a worse scenario than having to face New England after they come off a disappointing <laughs> loss? I agree with that. They're still
2: bad. an extremely heavy favorite. Almost anybody that fouls fine. the game sees the Patriots as a heavy favorite, not just another team in the mix.
4: I, I hear you, and I know metrics aren't everything, but like when I see them, for instance, in football, like in terms of their team efficiency, that they were the seventh team in the league going into this week, before this performance, that doesn't shock me watching them week to week. I think they've overachieved. I think Belichick's done an incredible job. I don't think they're a heavy favorite in Pittsburgh. I don't think they're a favorite at all. I think, at best, that's a,
3: that's a coin flip game
4: versus two teams that have both had some issues
3: lately. They're going to have to shut down Pittsburgh's offense that is going to be tough with the way they played last night, Mark. Let's um, talk about you.
2: You seem to be enjoying the game quite a bit, according to your Twitter feed. Ooh, um, very controversial. Some of your comments. Uh, we want to just maybe just read them back if you happen to not catch it. Uh, do you want to read them or do you want me to read them for for you? You're, I feel like oh, I've had okay. my say. Okay, here's what here's Mark had to say during the game. Patriots fans given a glimpse. Ooh, can we get some type of uh, music in here? <laughs> Patriots fans given a glimpse of the bone-black future, a time when self-absorbed mass holes vicariously seeing themselves as mini Belichicks in workplace and life awakened to an earth reality where New England gets throttled weekly
3: and you must survive.
1: Whoa. Whoa. Dark. What else we got there? We got
3: anything else? People from New England did not enjoy that tweet I'm discovering today.
1: Weird. I can't believe that. <laughs> Patriots
3: fans aren't comfortable losing games in December. Let this is a separate
2: tweet. Let's ponder how that might feel for the most dangerously self-entitled, Whoa. self-obsessed fan base on the orb. How will they endure? Will they hang? And last one, how quaint, small and shriveling it all becomes when your sports team suffers. Suddenly you aren't the smartest human in your insignificant workplace. Oh my God. Suddenly <laughs> your so-called takes don't hold up. Earth's infrastructure. What a stunner. Mark, the first in- of all, bravo. I
1: like <laughs> to call the that <laughs> that's, a, that's like a, is
0: great. a trilogy that, of that's tweets. That's Lindsay's
2: uh, excellence behind the glass. Um, Mark, uh, bravo, first of all. But... It, it has not gone too well in your mentions. A little
3: R.I.P. scenario for you. It's as the show proceeds. I'm actively blocking people because I don't have a problem with them saying, "Hey, I hate your take. I hate what you said. Leave us alone. We don't. You don't understand Patriots fans." But some people, I, I logged into Instagram this morning, and people are ripping my family members and other stuff. And I said, what? "You're kind of proving my point a little bit." With that reaction, but I went Adam hard, and I understand. uh, You know, look at I respect the Patriots enough over the years. Greg knows that, and I I, I'm a little excited to watch a different type of result last night. Mark doesn't hate
1: all Patriots fans because he likes he likes Greg. And Greg is not a Greg
3: is not. I think that's Greg is is not. Let's be real. Greg is not a borderline.
4: (laughs) I would say Mark has mixed feelings about Greg at best. (laughs) No, that's but
3: but no, I I you're not a typical Patriots fan though. You no. are. As a friend first, that's that's what I wouldn't Patriots even put you fans, in the so that we category. We can't
1: hate Patriots so. fans.
3: That's a separate issue. But <laughs> yeah, it's always, it is always fun.
2: Whether you hate the Patriots or not, it's just a little bit more fun when the Patriots are facing some adversity. Let's be
4: real. It we see th- these comments in some form or another every single Monday night. The only difference is <laughs> Mark put it on Twitter instead yes. of a group text. Some well, of the t-
2: I mean, I one day will release a book of Mark's texts about the Steelers from this season, the and s- it will it will blow the lid off society.
1: The texts themselves <laughs> – like, I love when I somehow get on these chains and then I will get a Mark Sessler text that is, you just have to continue scrolling and scrolling and scrolling, and then it yeah. will just end with a blue butterfly emoji. I like I – like, <laughs> like,
4: like, sometimes, like, my wife and I are wrapping up dinner on a Friday night, and suddenly I
3: look and – Wait, there's 38 texts <laughs> waiting for me. What I have now? been actively working to calm down on that tendency, but um, no, you myself. Let's,
2: anyway, well done, Mark. Let's do some news. I, I look in NBA, NFL, baseball. Ain't nobody seen seen a brimless hat, so I wanted to put the first <laughs> oh one, God. you know, behind the scenes with the brimless hat. So you have seen it here first, Cam Newton brimless hat. Driven. Driven. Okay,
3: that's a walk off.
2: It looks like a member of like the Masonic Lodge.
3: Yeah, it was. Yeah, you know, come on, Cam Newton. Come That's on,
2: his campaign speech. The uh, <laughs> yes, the the dreaded possibility became official for the Philadelphia Eagles on Monday. Uh, Eagles coach Doug Peterson confirmed that Carson Wentz indeed uh, did suffer a season-ending knee injury, tearing his. ACL on his left knee in Philly's 43-35 win over the Rams in uh, week 14. Uh, Wentz will undergo surgery and hopefully be ready for the start of next season. Uh, the big um, surprise, I guess, that came from Peterson's press conference was that the injury did not come when he got hit by two players at once as he crossed the goal line, but when he planted his leg, I guess, um, before he made that dive, which, you know, I don't know. It's just one uh, of those things. It's just one of those things. How do you avoid it? And it's just very depressing. <laughs> Connie, we'll start with you. Man. Um, uh, actually, I wanted, let's set you up this way, Connie. Great. All through this incredible Eagles season, uh, and there's still a lot to be excited about despite this, as you know, but uh, we had been checking the temperature of Connie Fox to see where you were. In fact, after I think it was a particularly –
3: It was the Monday night breakout game by Carson Wentz earlier in the season. Yeah,
2: earlier in the season, last month maybe – um, we uh, checked in with you. Here's what you had to say at that time. Oh, no. Super <laughs> confident that every week now they're just going to roll.
1: No, no, because I've been hurt so many times by this team. It's <laughs> oh, like I God. can't – it's hard for me to trust them, and they look so good, and I keep saying to myself, are they really this good? The Eagles are good? This is weird. I don't, I don't feel comfortable. I'm just point, just waiting for – you
3: fear like a major like catastrophic uh, injury? Injury. 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 injury.
1: That's <laughs> oh. I'm Be telling you. you, I've been waiting for this to happen. I knew it was going to happen, so this is going to sound crazy. Lindsay, you're on fire back there. I <laughs> what can I say, I felt like this. I love coming. echo
3: effect. That was a great clip. I go liked. ahead. Go
2: I go felt
1: ahead. like this was going. This was coming. There have been several times in my life where I have. I guess you would call it a sussler, Where I've got. I've had a bad feeling about mm. certain things. My mom. It's the same thing. She, we both get bad feelings. It's never like something good. We never sense something good is going to happen in the future. Like I've gotten in two car accidents in my life, uh-huh. and I knew they were going to happen right before they happened. Like I got a what? feeling about it. Like I sensed it. I swear you to God. You sense a
3: disturbance.
1: Yeah, and my mom does the and same then you just thing. She's it a couple different times them. with different things, and I and I felt this happening. I felt... I knew it the whole time. This is why I couldn't get excited about the Eagles. I felt like there was going to be a massive injury, and I never wanted to say Carson Wentz, but I felt like it was going to be at the quarterback position, and it happened.
2: Uh, So I feel bad for you. All Eagles fans, I mean... Keep a, a reminder that Super Bowl 52 is being played in a couple of months, and the Eagles have never won a Super Bowl. And this was by far, <sighs> in my life, there were some really good Andy Reid, Donovan McNabb teams, but this team really seemed like the best Eagles all. team uh, maybe in the last 20, 30 years. And now what are you going to do? It's Nick Foles or Bust, and probably Bust, let's be honest.
4: Probably Bust. I do think they have a chance to make the Super Bowl. Uh, now, I don't yeah. think they have a better chance – than some other NFC teams, but I think they are one of you know five or six teams that could make it, and they have one clear advantage, which is that I think they can get home field. First of all, they basically clinched the bye on Sunday, so they're going to have a home game in the divisional round. If yeah. you look at their it, next... yeah,
1: if they beat the if they beat the Giants, then they right
4: easy schedule coming up. Their next three games are Giants, Raiders, Cowboys. I think they can win all three of those with Nick Foles. We've seen Nick Foles in a highly schemed mm-hmm. offense play pretty well. And this time he's got a great O-line,
3: a great D-line, and a lot of things around him. So I think if they can get home field advantage, they got a shot. That's all I'm saying. I agree with you. You're going to an experienced starter. I'm not saying he he's a backup for a reason, but if he doesn't if he doesn't get into a scenario where he's turning the ball over and killing them in certain situations, they can wind up at this point 14 and 2. With the tiebreaker over the Rams, they will get home field advantage, and we'll see where it goes from there. To be
1: I- honest, like this is, I feel more comfortable with this team now. This feels more like an Eagles team. Expectations
3: are lower now.
1: Right, because now you have Foles in there. They've had so many different injuries that they've been able to overcome. This is obviously so much different than Jason Peters going down or you know Darren Sproles going down or, or anybody else that they've had go down during the season. But- could
2: it could be Wentz. It, 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 anybody but Wentz. I thought Kevin Clark, who writes for The Ringer, mm-hmm. ma- made a good point that, yeah, if the Eagles do get to the Super Bowl uh, with Nick Foles, it's not so much because the Eagles are so good that they still make it. It would be kind of an indictment of the NFC and, in general, the, the, the league not having another team that could beat what is clearly a compromised Philly team. I don't want to see, I, I love you, know, I love you the Connie, like, I don't want to see the Eagles in the Super Bowl. If the Eagles yeah. win in
1: the Super Bowl, it's like, oh God, that was an awful year. It's not even like the Eagles and Eagles fans would be able to like celebrate it that much because it would be like, if they won the well, Super Bowl, well, what I'm could. saying is everybody would be like, take that stance. Like, oh God, what an awful year. Well, my concern, The Eagles won with Nick no, Foles. That, uh,
2: my concern would be they would sneak into the Super Bowl and then get waxed right. in the game. And it's that's, just like, that's silly,
4: though. Case Keenum is the starting quarterback of the sure. other favorite. Case, Case Keenum.
1: I've and, thought about like, that. Can we
4: see Nick Foles playing this offense before totally making a value? He's, he's going to be a huge downgrade from Carson Wentz. But he's been in this offense – under Andy Reid uh, for a while. He, some of the run-pass option stuff is similar to when he did well under Chip Kelly. I'm just saying let's, let's – What's see, let's not
3: silly this. is to say that the, that the season has been incredibly soiled by star players going down, and I think that's the point, that it all yeah. feels like a shadow of what we should be experiencing from yep, the Eagles. And, Colleen, you're an empath, by the way, <laughs> highly sensitive person. Ooh. That's why you feel these things. That's silly? like
1: the,
2: the singer Lord. Mm-hmm. She sees music in colors. Like in her brain, really? Yeah, she like you might have those type of situations going on. I
1: swear, yes, my mom and I both have it. It's weird. It's
2: a good lane to be in. Huh. Be the lord of
1: NFL. Weird. Network. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Hey, you're not the right. only. You're not the only upset Eagles fan. Let's check in with some uh, sports talk radio in the city of brotherly Ooh.
3: love.
4: We lived and died by Carson Wentz. We live and died by. Uh, Doug Peterson. He's a riverboat gambler. Nick Foles can manage the game, but Doug is pass-happy.
0: Run the ball, Doug. I don't have confidence in Doug Peterson and his play calling anymore. He's too pass-happy. I think the Eagles are destined for great
4: things still, despite Carson's injury as bad as it could be. I've been
0: waiting for a championship for 57 years. Aww. I can't wait 57 more years. Aww.
1: Oh, How are you guys feel- going to get sound from the fanatic and not WIP? Yikes. Really? Ouch! Come on!
2: Little little Philly burn.
1: Yeah, D- WIP is the only station. Mm. Is that your old home? It is.
2: And the fanatic is trash.
1: Yeah, you know it's just not not as good as WIP. Okay,
2: good. I'm feel glad that's fans. on the record. That's a rough. Yeah. That was rough to listen to. Um, by the way, uh, not the only quarterback uh, injury. Josh McCown will miss the rest of the season uh, with a broken left hand. And this is also sad, uh, not at the same level in terms of the impact to the league, but Josh McCown is one of the good guys in football and was so close to finally getting through a, a, a full season, healthy, having the best season of his career. And in true McCown fashion, in true Jets fashion, with, at, at the cursed quarterback position, uh, it is not a happy ending. McCown, uh, very emotional talking about uh, the bittersweet nature of his season. Let's, let's check that out.
0: Yes. It just sucks, you know. Um, you know, we, we started slow and trying to get back going, and and uh, guys are fighting, and uh, and you know when you when you can't be out there for your guys, I think it's that's you know it's the hardest thing, and uh, so it's just disappointing, and um, uh, you know I just hate that it went this way today.
2: Real bummer, Mark. You. Remember last year when McCown went down with the Browns, he had a similarly emotional press conference.
3: Yeah, and I think at that point, you know, he's he's not young, and he was confronting the concept of, will I be a starter again, will I ever play again? And everywhere that Josh McCown goes, and he's been to a lot of places... He leaves with people who cover the team or people who are his teammates, his coaches, saying this is an unusual guy. For all the tedious personalities that we cover, this is a complete breath of fresh air in the NFL. And I'll tell you what, one team is going to get him as a coach. He's going to become a great coach. They've been saying that about him for a long time.
2: Yeah, and if they do go the route... They're most likely going to draft a quarterback, I think, the Jets. If they do go that route, if they can afford it and they can make it happen, I think Josh McCown being in the building would be a brilliant move. Great idea. yeah. Uh, To have somebody as a a bridge guy slash mentor. um, I expect it at this point.
1: You see McCown and all of the injuries that happened this year, and it just makes Eli Manning's streak that he had so impressive when you take a step back and look at it.
2: Yeah. How do we protect these guys? Finally, one more bit of injury news with quarterbacks. Uh, Tom Savage, who suffered that scary um, concussion in the loss to the 49ers, Um, Bill O'Brien, the Texans coach, told reporters that Houston's medical staff initially cleared Savage to return before the coach asked them to examine uh, him a second time. And now the NFL uh, announced that um, the league has initiated a joint investigation with the NFL Players Association into the handling of Savage's concussion. so obviously that did not go the way it should have gone um, and um, to I guess in defense of Bill O'Brien Tom Savage said I'm not allowed to talk to the media when I'm in concussion protocol but he tweeted that uh, O'Brien is one of those guys that really does care and look after his own players this was just kind of an unfortunate situation.
1: Just seeing the the replay of that and the highlight and if you're watching the video show you just did, but it is so upsetting to see what happens after the hit and when he's on the ground and he's just shaking. There's too
4: much time on these Tuesday shows awful. talking about investigations. I think like every week there's an investigation. This is an investigation. We're not even mentioning that the the NFL is investigating, you know, the Seahawks, the end of that game situation and how that all went down. The Jaguars have been saying they're gonna find those fans mm-hmm. and not let them in the building again. It's like too they did too, locate too, ma- them. too many investigations. Yeah, no more
2: investigations. A lot of them. Lot of a lot of investigations. All right. There you go. That's what's happening in the news. <laughs> all right. Now, uh yeah, we haven't done it in a while. In fact, Here I am, dear old dad, uh, took uh, Jackie boy, uh, my son, my three-year-old son, to Rocco's, the bar and grill. uh, Good place to take a little. Yeah, a little lunch. Um. And, well, it's not just. It's not like a, one of the
3: bars you go to, Mark, where it's just like a depressing hole in the wall. Where everybody just gets mm-hmm. drunk.
2: Why
1: does up- it have to be a depressing <laughs> hole in the wall?
3: How dare you talk about the cozy in that way? It's like you know, no, no, no. Cozy a- doesn't do. A- it. Well, 11, 11 a.m. A- everyone's there. on their third beer at like 11 a.m. Like Shuffleboard.
1: Look only at the thing, two
3: of you. <laughs> the only thing. Look at the, the, the two bar of gym. you. you. I know Colleen's on my side. On
2: the I
1: am, I am. You and, uh, on your high horses.
3: Okay, everybody, calm down. I took my
2: son to a bar and grill, and on the television above the bar, I was drinking um, water. By the way, mm. um, was a ESPN program that was uh, playing a game called What's More Likely. And you know what? Actually, it wasn't What's More Likely. It was More Likely. it's like, all right, I see you. You're thinking because we haven't done it in a while. We're we're done, and you could take our IP. That's intellectual property.
1: Never. Sorry.
2: Nah, brah. Not on this word. Nah, brah. So here we go, baby. Shoulders of greatness presented by Head and Shoulders. Oh yeah, it's so important. We have a sponsor for our next segment. I love it. What's more likely?
0: What's more likely?
1: Oh yeah. Woo! <laughs> I feel like we needed an applause there or something. Take it back. Look at that.
2: We're gonna go around the room twice. Connie, let's start with you. I want to get both of yours in because I know you have that infernal production meeting. (laughs) It's so important that you have to leave one of the most popular NFL podcasts in America early every show. I mean, talk about just internal, just like, what do you you call that? A bureaucracy. Just a labyrinth of nonsense.
1: I did not set the meeting time, but... Got to go. But I do wave to you guys from my seat in the meeting when you walk past the conference room. Do
2: we see you? Yes. Yeah, okay, Last week I that. did. All right,
1: good. Um, okay, so my first one here. Let me
2: just let the audience know. If you are new to the show, we are going to present two options. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the general plan, and maybe it wasn't clear with you yesterday, Colleen, so don't worry about it. Yours could be more open-ended. Okay. Was as we look to the final three weeks of the regular season, um, an either-or game, you throw it out there, the, and then the rest of us, uh, you know, decide which one's more likely. It's pretty basic. All right. Okay.
1: Definitely ahead. not within the rules. IP ESPN. But Ever heard of it? Here we go. First up. <laughs> Take it back. So we're going to the postseason here, everybody. We're, <laughs> we are jumping over these next couple weeks. All right. Next few weeks. So the Vikings become the first team to play a Super Bowl at wow, home. went for it. I know. <laughs> or the Jaguars go to the Super Bowl. Mm. Yeah, so, uh, I mean, hey, look, both could actually happen. Because I feel like with the Patriots, the way that they're playing right now, I don't think that they want to face the Jaguars with that defense, especially what we saw this past weekend. And Blake Bortles, he's actually playing a little bit better lately. So
3: what you're yeah, asking really is... Really
1: What's more likely? Yes.
3: I would say this. I think the Jaguars, no matter where they end up this season, that fan base should be very excited about the future. They've got a lot of young players in-house for years to come. I'm going with the Vikings because you've got a dominant defense still, a little concern about the offensive line, but you just saw the Eagles. We talked about it. They lost their star quarterback. The Vikings can get there, and there's a lot of motivation to play that Super Bowl at home for the first time in NFL history. I wouldn't have said it until your boy Carson went down. Right. Uh, Uh, I know. Now that the NFC is super wide open,
2: um, and I think anybody that qualifies for the playoffs in the NFC could conceivably – end up playing in February, I will say the Vikings more likely than the
4: Jets. That bye will be huge to get for Minnesota. And it's not a sure thing, considering their injuries and in a pretty t- relatively tough schedule coming up, especially if Aaron Rodgers get back, that they get the bye. But I got to go with Minnesota. It's still Blake Bortles we're talking about, having to beat either New England or Pittsburgh or possibly both. And I, don't, I just don't see that happening. They it's might get order. Baltimore in the first round, too. That's a dangerous wild card team. Minnesota's my easy choice. All right, Mark, you're up. We didn't want to do a second
3: one with Colleen.
1: I think we have. We still have ten minutes. We'll okay,
3: I'm, let here me guide the show. Mark. Okay, all right. Oh,
1: so, right. hey. We got <laughs> a host here. Hello.
3: Okay. Uh, this one has multiple options, but it is a stretch run okay. scenario. What's more likely? John Fox survives the next three weeks and returns in 2018. Mm. Marvin Lewis survives the next three weeks and returns in 2018. Hugh Jackson survives the next three weeks and returns in 2018, or None of them do, but Hugh Jackson winds up as the Bengals coach in 2018. <laughs> wow! Wow! Uh, well, only one of these coaches actually
2: has public ownership support. The catch there, of course, is that it's the Browns owner that's given the support. So you have to you have to, to devise how to like figure out how to dig into that. I don't know. I'm going to say a Hugh though. I'll say Hugh <laughs> just because of the ownership. Okay. That Hugh in- Hugh survives survives just because the
3: owner said they've he said it, said it. <laughs> right. But well, I hope that's yeah.
4: true. in In theory, this doesn't really go with the rules that you set up either, because it could. This could go into February or something like that. All right, Greg. Thank you end. for that Great. asterisk. So, I'm just saying. I'm not comment. alone. I, I, I just wanted to make precious Colin's time ticking away with Colin. I, <laughs> thank I, you, th- you, Greg. I will say it's more likely that they're all fired and that Hugh Jackson ends up in Cincinnati. That just, I agree. With that you. just feels like a. A thing that can happen
3: in the year 2018.
4: I don't think any of them will be
3: back. I think the Bengals owner may be higher on Hugh Jackson than the Browns owner. I think you're right
1: on that. I kind of I like this prediction a lot. I feel like that's almost like a sandwich. Here's the thing,
3: though: that the
4: Browns have to lose out. I think if they win a game, then it'll be tougher for Jimmy Haslam to go back on what he just said. But I think they will lose out. Don't they
1: play the Bears this week? They yeah, play the Ravens, John Fox, and and Hugh Jackson. Ravens Bears, Bears and very game. They that's can
4: go in. Oh, Bears, and, Bears is a very winnable game. That's one of the worst teams in football.
2: The yeah. Hugh, the Hugh Jackson Cincinnati connection is obvious, but it, is is it a possibility that a coach will go one in thirty one and pivot immediately into a new job at his old gig? I guess it's possible. I don't know.
1: That's a, this is a very Mike McCarthy difficult was the scenario. offensive
2: coordinator of a
4: one in fifteen team, not even a head
2: coach, and he got the Packers job.
1: Give me you Hugh got some in Cincinnati. He <laughs> can do
4: it.
3: All right. All right.
2: I'll go. <laughs> good one, guys. Good, A lot of good uh, energy there.
3: My good, turn. Good Thanks. good. Uh, post. What's more likely wrap-up scenario by you, Dan? All right. Here we go. Here's mine. It was Belichickian. <clears throat> now, these.
2: this is based on the last three weeks of the regular season. Good job. Uh, what's more likely, the Eagles hold on to that number one seed or the Falcons miss the playoffs entirely?
1: Ooh. Okay, what's the Falcons' schedule here?
3: Pulling up the old well, playoff picture. I don't need to look at the schedule. I'll tell you what. I, I'll go Falcons because we just talked about that Eagles oh, schedule. Oh, they rough one. And I think the Eagles are going to win home – you said home field advantage. Number think, one You seed. said Eagles you, said keep it, right? They That they
2: keep it. Mm-hmm. They end up getting the number one seed at the end of the regular season.
3: That's going. I'm going there. I think the Eagles, the, the Falcons, could fade.
4: Here's the I think Falcons the Falcons' remaining fade.
2: schedule at Bucks. But well, you nine. have to
4: choose which is more
2: likely. That's the whole thing.
1: The Eagles are more likely to keep home field advantage.
2: Okay. At Bucks, this is the Falcons' schedule. At Bucks, home to Saint. Uh, excuse me. At Saints, mm-hmm. home to Panthers. Not an easy slate.
1: The Saints and the Panthers. Th- those last two games are going to be really tough for them. I think they. I think they miss out on the play. And
2: they right now. They are in the playoffs uh, if the postseason started tomorrow yeah. or even in like mm-hmm. three seconds. Oh, postseason just started. They're oh. in. They would be the sixth season at eight and five. They have to figure out probably. Most likely a way to win two out of those three games, they, at least. Yeah,
4: they, so. that's the hope for those other, you know, the seven and six Cowboys and Packers and everything. It's because the Falcons and Seahawks both have pretty tough schedules here, and they could both fall out of it, and you, you, that you can at least see a scenario with that. I'm going with the Eagles because the Vikings also have some tough games. I don't think it's a lock that they're going three and oh and can pass Philadelphia. I think it's home field advantage and maybe all that energy in Philadelphia. Oh my
1: God. And then what if they I lose in that first game? Know that you know that's, that's
4: very popular. I kind of can see that. Like, New Orleans like goes
2: there. Happen. It gives me a little flashbacks of, although it was different because they didn't end up winning the division, but all the excitement around the Raiders last year. And then they got to the playoffs. And they're so,
3: oh, well, it's still fun to have the Raiders back. And then you watch the game and you're like, oh, all I'd say is this God. is a much better team than that Raiders team was. Yeah. It's true.
2: A lot of that was because the greatness of Carson Wentz, though, isn't it? I mean, uh,
1: I know there's a low very game. solid defense team. Array. Yes, good. they're very solid. They had, they that Raiders team had no
4: defense. Uh, it had, and it had Connor Cook. So that's a. These
1: are probably the con- best weapons that Nick Foles has ever been surrounded by, too. Ooh, that, in, in terms of. The offense.
2: Are these the best weapons you've ever been surrounded by? Just like
3: apparently not. Man. She's no. she's four minutes away from
1: going she, to an go I know. A oh, my God. She would a, a say four the, minutes left.
4: Good morning football Saturday edition, October 17th show <laughs> when Victor Cruz
2: sat in. That was the best. <laughs> uh, goosebumps. All right. Uh, before we get to you, Greg, let's get uh, okay. one more from Connie. Files. Here we go.
1: What's more likely? Humor. It's like you're
2: reading like an essay in uh, junior <laughs> high.
1: Okay, I know I hated reading out okay. loud.
2: what's more like? I,
1: I used to like get like really nervous you. and sweat when I would read. <laughs> it was awful. My Good qualities the qualities okay. for a host using a I know it's ironic. Or... I don't know why you I chose as this. a professional career. I, I, nobody knows. Okay, um, Cam Newton launches a Halloween superstore filled with <laughs> all of his game day outfits as children's costumes or. <laughs> Mark Sessler spends one final year at the NFL network before deciding to quit and open a cat sanctuary in Mexico, mm. with satellite locations later expanding to <sighs> Moscow, Medellin, and The Hague, the Netherlands.
3: Medellin.
2: <laughs> wow. Wow, uh, um, I love that. This one, is, well, at least you this one. You said is... you
4: woke up at five in the morning <laughs> and your first thought was, I need to come up with a what's more likely. And this is where your mind went. Very interesting. And it, thank it, you it, for yes.
2: connecting this one to the regular season.
1: No problem. Yes, no problem. <laughs> it's within the rules.
4: I'm gonna go Cam because uh, although ATN cat, you know, briefly warmed up Mark's heart for a little bit, he mm-hmm. still
1: doesn't really not into cats.
4: And uh, I think he's those allergic cam- to them. I feel I think like maybe cam-
1: he has a change of heart though with all the cats those running cam around Newton, his yard.
4: Cam Newton outfits could be big sellers.
2: He's looking to break <laughs> into. I guess you could do a more corporate like overview. Uh, I'd have five, to take overview. Yeah.
3: I don't think I'd move personally to Mexico, but I'd open a, a cat shop or whatever we would call it in Mexico and all these other places and kind of fly around and oversee it. And Mark like does easier. often talk would about you? leaving this job, so yeah. that part of it matches I don't up. talk about that very often. <laughs>
1: That's would you move to The Hague? Well, I would,
3: I would zoom in between all these locations,
2: sure. Also, no. Cam takes himself way too seriously to open up a Halloween store. Mm. I could totally see Cam opening up something on – Uh, Rodeo Drive
3: uh, post-career
2: and is like a cam line. But he would never do something that was tongue-in-cheek or had any semblance of a sense of humor. He doesn't view those
3: clothes as Halloween appropriate. They're simply his clothes. Yes.
2: The Titanic (laughs) still has to go.
1: So so the game, you have to say what's more likely.
2: Yeah, the more likely scenario uh, (laughs) would be Mark ending up uh, being the overseer of a massive
3: conglomerate cat Savior.
1: Sanctuary. Sanctuary. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone would kind of
3: have to like you for doing that, too. That's kind of a good role to take. Yeah. Could be worse. Could be worse. All
2: right. So. I just don't get who's behind this meeting, the bureaucracy at play.
1: There are shadowy league figures the there. It is funny, though. No matter what
4: situation we set up trying to avoid <laughs> this happening again. It I have to happen- leave
1: every time. No
4: matter what.
2: Yep, sound the buzzer. I have to reach Fox. under
1: and is unplug it? this. I know. This Every week it's gigantic kind of a Thank you. Like, Thank what is you.
2: going on in that meeting, honestly? You're, it's the power ranking show. Yeah,
1: you guys should watch it, everybody. It's, it's on a, It's a great show.
2: It's not that. It's But Elliot Harrison writes the, the column that you guys then, you, MJD, uh, and Elliot argue about.
1: We argue about Elliot's what we're going to argue about on the show in the
2: meeting yeah I would say just go into the taping just fly blind yeah uh, Yeah. I
1: always say can we please save it for the show like you always say save it for the pod yeah Yeah. but
4: you could just read the article out loud on the air that could take a while
1: that's true that's that's a (laughs) great just an idea you should be a producer wait
2: before you just one Christian you had a comment about um, Colleen's garb today and you can watch my garb yeah. Well, it's such a big week for the nerds out there, and she looks like she's dressed for the Star Wars premiere. She's got like the <laughs> Jedi kind of. It's a robe sweater. Thing going it's it's, it's
1: kind of like 70s. A I would call it flowing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's like a blanket that is I wrapped think
2: the around. The lightsaber
0: me. on the hip is a little bit
2: of a I kind
1: of like it because it's like a robe.
2: It looks comfortable. You wear comfortable clothes.
1: That's, see, I'm yeah. practical. That's
4: Christian, cool so you're a big Star Wars guy. I, I'm a fan, sure. Yes. Yeah, so you, see, now Mark's got
2: buddy to talk about. Let, Are we
1: allowed sure. to talk about Star Wars on the show?
2: No, network? not allowed. Uh, okay. We could throw Make some lasers sure. in there. Um, very, yeah, there you go. Colleen. Okay. There you go.
1: All right, bye, guys. By the way, I didn't mean comfortable you like
2: you wear sweatsuits. <laughs> Just like the, the material Like the typical. juicy Couture ones yes. that used to be
1: really cool.
3: <laughs> I'm staying out of this It's usually like a nice soft fabric. Soft. Would you, would you like? See? Yeah. You know what you're doing. All right, we'll see you at the holiday party, Colleen. I'm sure you're going to be uh, ready to roll. Okay, bye. Tiny box. There she goes.
2: <laughs> All right, Greg, you're up. All right.
4: Here we go. What's more likely? <laughs> okay. Philip Rivers leads the Chargers.
3: Greg a- couldn't
2: stop thinking about Star Wars. He's like, wow. <laughs> He's like, The what? Last
3: Jedi. It's what a finally movie. time for me to get into this uh, franchise <laughs> okay. right now. I'm going to start checking it out.
4: Philip Rivers leads the Chargers to a 10-6 record and rides the wave to win Most Valuable Player in a now wide-open field. Mm-hmm. Or... The Seahawks don't win another game, finish eight and eight, setting off a stormy off season in Seattle. What's more likely? That's a good one. Two things I'll, I'll just
3: throw out there: fairly unlikely, fairly they unlikely. Do, decide what's more likely. Hmm. I I can't see Seattle go. I could see them having a rocky off season even if they don't go zero and three and finish eight and eight. So I'm going to. T- I'll, I will presume they go 0 three in this scenario, and that they have a rocky offseason. I see that coming, one way or another, because I think that there have been whispers for years that Pete Carroll may be not a coach who stays forever. At this point, that he may be ready well, at old. some point. He is, and the he's is oldest coach. Done a great NFL. job, and you ha- he's going to have to assess like is Look the future young. Yeah, he does act like young. Absolutely. No, he doesn't seem old. My mom it's not likes like, him. It's not Rod Rust. But, I mean, I would just say that maybe a, a, a stormy offseason would be in, in, in store for Seattle. Back to when
4: uh, the throne of ease was much different. That was not I, a throne. Rod Rust was coach of the
2: team. Um, yeah, my mom is finds Pete Carroll attractive.
3: He has excellent – you guys always like to kill me about yeah. my – age. you could look at it age chronologically. Yeah. I think the key is to not look at that way. The Pete Carroll does not care how old he is. He's got good Numerically, energy. He's got good – Young at heart. When you see him in person, we've all met him like in interviews and yeah. stuff. It plays – I love Pete nice Carroll guy. for that reason. Yeah.
2: Anyway, that's not re- really what we're talking about. What we want to get to the heart <laughs> of is this, what more likely. Greg, I believe these are two highly – Although a good, what's more likely, highly implausible scenarios because what so makes I, a good what's more likely? I, I think there are like two things that there's just like a little bit of a chance. Yeah, not it's not ridiculous, but they're very implausible, and I think the Seahawks. I I view their floor at nine and seven. Um, they just. They've been around too long. They have Russell Wilson, who I still very much believe is a guy that will always will them to an extra couple of wins. And they've just been, even with their, their injuries, I think 9-7 and seven at worst. So I don't think they're going to lose out. And then Phillip Rivers, this, that's the pie in the sky that's fun. I'll say that's more likely, but it's more because it would kind of be a fun ride to see him really kind of late in his career have this huge national moment. So I'll say that's what I want, and it's probably a little bit more likely. But mm-hmm. it's not very likely.
3: I don't know how he would the ever. The got to
4: play the Rams this week at Cowboys with Zeke.
3: Let, but let's say one thing. Let's uh, let's say know. Brady. After let's say things don't go great for the Patriots at the quarterback position for the next three weeks, and let's say the same thing sort of happens with Russell Wilson. I, I don't. I think Antonio Brown becomes
4: yeah. the obvious MVP this, candidate. There's, this there's, this game, Brown versus Brady, could be for the MVP.
2: That's fun. Could be. Wentz going out for the year. It looked like Tommy was – if he blew up the Dolphins, he would have been in the driver's seat again. And now it, just, it does feel wide open MVP. I now.
4: think he's still the favorite because his season's been better. But the fact that that happened on primetime – and then it also – what it, does it augur like a bad three weeks to follow? I think you that, never know. that's what – Does
3: mean. Wentz get any votes with just three games remaining? I don't
2: think he I knows. don't think you he can. I think you got to play
3: the. It's such a messy year. I mean, I think Antonio Brown in in the course of seventy two hours. he got a lot of votes last, last year here. and he missed four games, uh, but a little different That's different, different situation. Right? That was in the front. Yeah. People forget about that. Um, yeah, that will be wow. If now Antonio I'm interested Brown, in the race.
2: If Antonio Brown goes nuts uh, or continues to go nuts, and they take that one seed, I then,
3: then like I think he's, he's the guy. He's got to be.
2: We'll see. When's the last time a wide receiver won MVP? I think it was like Jerry Rice. Never. And, 88. Wait, Rice never, never won?
3: He well, won? he Montana ne- was winning. He
4: never won the the Associated Press, which now is the only MVP award. No receiver has ever won it. Mm. Rice won, back in the day, there used to be multiple MVP awards. People kind of forget this, like the pro football writers had one and people cared about that, and Rice did win that once. But no one's actually won this award. The Ooh.
2: Rice's, I think it was his 87 season yeah, maybe. Yeah, it was, it was. He, that is, when you look at within what the rest of the NFL was like at the time, he was putting out Antonio Brown numbers now with 22 touchdowns or whatever.
3: Multiple years in a row. Ever. Multiple years in a row he was doing this, too. The yeah. best season Absolutely. ever from
2: wide receiver. Um, all right, uh, Mark, you got another one?
3: Yeah, okay. What is more
2: likely? <laughs> we we use the contraction round right
3: here. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Qualas to Fantasia. No, all right. Dan holds on to win our season-long lock-it-up challenge. Oi. This dips marginally into the playoffs, by the way. No. Oh. Dan holds on to win our season-long lock-it-up challenge and convinces NFL media to put up the ample funds to purchase a high-octane, name-engraved, fancy trophy that he keeps at his desk all season. The trophy lights up every 20 minutes, emitting a high-pitched wailing siren while unfurling a loud recording that screams over the newsroom, this one's for Media Insider Dan. (laughs) This one's for Media Insider Dan. Or... When New England's loss to Miami spirals into an ugly, late-season swoon, followed by a one-and-done playoff loss, Los Angeles firefighters are signaled to the third-story apartment of mega Pats fan Erica Tamposi, who they find stationed dangerously out on the building's ledge in her Danny Amendola jersey, shouting into the wind about the utter meaningless of contemporary adult life in the United States. I'd have to go with the Tamposi
4: scenario. I can see that. You know, the the trophy feels like cutting your nose to spite your face. Dan wants to, you know, show everyone he's a champion. But uh, it's going to make his life a living hell to have that noise every 20 minutes. I could see you, Dan Warman. Uh, I kind of like that. <laughs> I kind of like that. Well, it's going to make our life a living hell. <laughs> oh, so yes. That, I hope. Yes. Uh, you know, I'm sorry for Tamposi. You want Tamposi out on a ledge. Yeah. I don't want That's that sound every 20 minutes. By the way, there's really still a race
2: for the trophy. Um it's a two game lead that I have. I initially. In three games to play. Yes,
3: actually, this is why I initially had it. The second scenario had me picking the 49ers for the rest of the year yeah. and then going into the playoffs and tying you up and then beating you. Yeah. But I felt like. Well, the playoffs. And, yeah, there's the playoffs. Who was going to vote for that? Should we.
2: But here's a real question and try to look at it from just take a big overview look at it. Bird's eye view. Should bird's eye view. Thank you. Should. This trophy, the ATN lockup trophy, should it be a regular season prize like the MVP?
4: Well, didn't we keep track last year in the
1: playoffs? Well, that's
2: what I'm saying. Maybe we should establish this just because locking games up in the playoffs, it's kind of a different beast, and maybe that is not the especially if it's close. I mean. I'll, I'm open to however you guys want to do. I just don't want to be caught in like, oh, Dan decided it
4: ended early. It's like, I'd say go in the playoffs because we're picking close games anyways. Half the time, we're picking underdogs.
3: Yeah, if anything, how about this? We'll do a trophy. This year goes to the Super Bowl, so it's not essentially already a wrapped competition. And next year, if we want to make it just regular no, season, I think we, we have to decide right now like, what it we, is. We, we did these games. We've always picked games all yeah. the way up to the Super Bowl. That's a and, right. you know, last year, someone in this room, predicted an overtime Super Bowl would have gotten a bonus point there. there potentially. You, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I think we go all the way because, number one, if you continue to perform the way you have, yes. the playoffs shouldn't concern you. Yeah, you're going to be yeah. fine. Well, it's it gets tricky, but I'm not afraid of it. If that's how we want to do it, let's I, do it that way. I, all right. Well, that brings the trophy into a realistic consideration. It
2: also it was always going to happen, by the way. I know, Lindsay. Um, <laughs> oh, wait. So do I get my trophy
4: from last year for winning last year?
3: I think I won last year. No,
4: I was I ahead in the all-time
3: standings, wasn't I? Well, it, that was you out. know, there's going to be yeah. like 12. We we'll obviously be doing the show for another 20 years, so we'll yeah. have a, a room for 20 nameplates, yeah. and I think it starts with this year. Sorry.
2: Yeah, Yeah. you do miss out. Yikes. That's a tough situation for you, Greg. Um, Lindsay, you have a couple extra weeks to get the trophy together.
3: Okay, good All to right, know.
2: here we go. What's more likely? Uh, you ready for this? We got we to gotta get out of here, so let's be a little quick. Yikes. Here we go. What's more likely? Packers win out. Not even saying whether they make the playoffs. Packers went out or Cowboys went out.
4: Well, as we tape this, we don't know if Aaron Rodgers is going to be back this week and Ian Rapport, maybe this is going to be old is.
2: old news by the
4: time, you know, you listen to this. Uh, but the signs to me are not
3: overly positive and they have a really tough schedule anyway, so I'm going to go Cowboys. Panthers, Vikings, and Lions for the Packers with Aaron Rodgers in mind. At, at Carolina yep. versus... You know, home for the Vikings at Detroit. I don't think with Aaron Rodgers you're winning all three of those games. So I'm going to go Cowboys just for the heck. Cowboys at Raiders, home against the Seahawks, on the road against the Nick Foles-led Eagles. Going to go Packers.
2: Uh, I think the
3: Cowboys are more likely. And I would say if the Cowboys get hot
2: here, and I know they've had an up-and-down season, but if they get hot um, in the NFC playoff picture, I... Wouldn't be surprised if they could make a run this year, too. They Actually, are a team I, I got my eye on.
3: I am nuts. I'm going Dallas. That's what so, I thought. Yeah, and, no, no, no. Yeah. Forget Green Bay here.
2: Okay. Uh, last one. Greg, take us home.
3: What's more likely? The Patriots <laughs> win
4: Sunday in Pittsburgh.
2: Still think about Star Wars.
4: And eventually earn home field advantage. Or. Who won the Steelers? The Patriots. Win, the Patriots won. And they earn home field gotcha. advantage. Or Blake Bortles is playing. A home game in the AFC playoffs.
3: Well, by that meaning, we'd say they'd win their division.
4: Yeah, they they still have to win in Tennessee, or else. And they lost that game the <clears> first time.
3: I think the smart desert money
2: is always to say that the Patriots will win. So I will go with that for mm. that reason. Then they're also the best team in the league, in my.
4: That you think they're going to win Sunday in Pittsburgh, even yes. more than you think the Jaguars are going to hold off the Titans.
2: Yeah, because I don't trust I still don't trust Blake Bortles. I could see him kicking away a game or two down the stretch here, so
3: I think they're both gonna happen. What's more likely, I think, is that Jacksonville is gonna run away with that division. They are by far the better team and they can beat any team in the league in any week if they continue to get what happened with Blake Bortles.
2: And Marcus Mariota's injury is also something to track now. Remember him when he was so limited with the hamstring injury? Now he's gonna sprain knee. And it's like what is gonna happen to the Titans now? wonder if they just fade out of this entirely.
3: But I think they have see. been fading, and they will continue to do so. <clears throat> All right. There you
2: go. Shoulders of Greatness presented by Head & Shoulders. The What's More Likely edition. Listen, ESPN, we respect what you've done. Uh, but if you want to use our ideas, there's probably got to be some type of transfer. I would say. Monetary transfer in the future. You
3: know, they've got money. Give it to us if you want what we come up with.
2: Then you can have anything you want. Probably.
3: It's not like we. will like give you all would,
2: of it. It's not like we'd be like, no, you know that means a lot to our our show. It's no, out. No, no. You could take anything if you just take out the checkbook, <laughs> right, Greg? Money solves <laughs> solves everything. It does. All right. Um, that is it for the Tuesday edition of the Around the NFL podcast. By the way, this of course was our live stream. If you want to, for instance, um, see Colleen's flowing uh, shirt you have to watch the video show. So right there is a sell for the show. Also, uh, Greg is wearing one of his Henleys, and it shows off his, his collarbones. Yeah. And that's, that's pretty sexy.
3: It couldn't be easier to find on our website, so just dial right in, NFL.com. It should be sitting right there for you. The live stream is airing at 6 p.m.
2: Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern, today, Tuesday. And, uh, oh, a reminder, NFL Pick'em, which we're going to uh, we do those shoots during the week, but that airs on Saturdays at 6 a.m. Eastern and 8 a.m. Eastern. Looks like we lost some airings on that one. But, uh, hey, listen, nothing lasts forever, <laughs> and nor does that show for us. Um, all right, that's it. Let's have fun at the holiday party tonight. Don't you get in any trouble. You're know, just you talking to us. Yeah, just be good boys, that's all. Okay. Let's go home. Look in the mirror, please. This is Dan Hansis <laughs> Signing off for Quiet Storm, Connie Fox, the old boss, Lindsey Fulton, Find the Glass, Christian Anderson, and everybody else. Thanks, everybody. Till Thursday.
0: You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower,